0: Hello, hello. Hang on. Oh, it's recording. She's just not talking to me. There we go. There we
1: go. There we go. Good evening. We're here. We're here. We're here. I that I was a bit of a rush on a Monday night. What is dancing is meant to finish at quarter past six. We finished at twenty to seven. Of course it did. All right. So this evening we're going to have a quick chat around how to guarantee success this week. So little things that you can do. So a lot of the time what I see with a lot of you is that we sweat the big stuff. So we worry about the big stuff. So things like, you know, oh, I'm eating too many carbs or I haven't done all my steps today. And we worry too much about the big stuff and don't concentrate enough on the small stuff. And the small stuff is the stuff that can get your results. So we do that day in, day out. And again, I'm talking to someone else today Um, about how it, the small stuff isn't exciting and it's not sexy and flashy lights but it's the stuff that gets you success and that is where a lot of people fall down it's not paying attention to the small stuff so we're going to start at the beginning this is not going to be breaking news to any of you but I think it's worth going over because every check-in I get that where that person has smashed their week they have set a goal they've made a plan and they've got to work those three things easy. So we can set the goal, we can write it all down, absolutely great. We can make a plan. Absolutely great. But if we don't get to work, then nothing happens. So sometimes we feel like we've got our shit together when we've got a plan, don't we? But we forget that we've got to execute it as well. And that involved executing it when you maybe don't feel like it. Maybe when the kind of motivation of Sunday night or Monday morning <laughs> has passed a little bit. And if you've not watched the setup, this dog strike like money, she was 30 go lie down. Go lie down. Go, oh. voice of authority. Um, so writing down your goal. So if you haven't already done this this week, do it right now. Writing down your goal makes you 40%, 42% more likely that you'll take action and you'll achieve the goal. So just by writing it down, so it concretes something in the brain. So we've got all these little pathways in our brain and um, that are some of them are on automatic pilots, so all your habits like brushing your teeth, they're all ingrained pathways. And what we want to do when we're starting a new plan or setting a new goal is ingrain new pathways. And just by writing it down, it concretes something in the brain. It starts that neural pathway. And then as we execute more and more and more. It becomes second nature. So for a lot of you now who have said, like, my morning walk is just second nature. I don't think about it, do it. Or your water or whatever it is. At the beginning, it required effort. And that required setting a goal or an intention to do it. So you're almost halfway there. If you write that goal down, be very specific about it. So you'll have heard of SMART goals. So you want to be super specific. So I want to lose weight a bit fluffy how much weight do you want to lose have you got a time measurement on it now you'll know that I'm not a huge fan of having a time I want to be this weight at this time because of the fluctuations that can happen specifically with women but if you say over the next 12 weeks I want to lose a minimum of 10 pounds or 12 pounds a pound a week that is quite specific it's measurable so that we know when we got to the end of 12 weeks whether we've lost 12 pounds or not it's not like I've lost weight um achievable so a pound a week is more than achievable if you say I want to lose five stone in 12 weeks it's probably not that achievable is it realistic so have a look at what's happening in your life in the next 12 weeks go my down go lie down go on what's happening in your life in the next 12 weeks I may be without a doubt oh there we go we given in there um like have you got loads of social events on is losing two pounds a week every single week for 12 weeks realistic might it be that one or two of those weeks you might maintain or maybe lose half a pound or a pound? What's realistic for you in the next little while? And time bound, so we've got a specific amount on it. So I want to lose £12, that's great. When do you want to lose it by? Some of you have got holidays coming up. Some of you have got specific dates where you want to feel good for that. So that makes it time bound. And it's the same things like with challenges or set periods of time where you're thinking the six-week challenge works really well because it's a really focused six weeks And you've got six weeks to get to a goal that we all set at the beginning. So that's a really good way of being able to to put a time limit on it. And that creates a sense of urgency and importance around the tasks that you need to do. Um, Then thinking about your why. So we want to lose weight. I'm just gonna stick with fat loss because that's what the majority of you want to do. But this can apply to any goal. Why? Why is it important? So some people might just be like, mm, the doctor's told me I'm a bit overweight, probably lose weight. It's not important to you. So the chances of you carrying out the things that you need to do to get there when the motivation's not there or then the moment's passed is slim. But if you've got a really strong why as to why it's important, then you're more likely to execute stuff when you don't really want to. So it might be that you're fed up of not looking in the mirror and feeling good. It might be that you are fed up of your dresses that you had on last summer being tight this summer. What is it? And it's normally attached to a feeling. And if you've listened to the Sunday set up, I spoke about how your emotions drive your actions. So if you can attach that goal to a feeling, so forward planning and thinking about six, 12 weeks time, whenever it is that you've achieved your goal, how do you feel? Like really concentrate on that. Imagine you're already there and how do you feel? How will your life change as a result of hitting that goal or not? You can do the two opposites and in your starter paperwork, Um, The last couple of questions are, um, fast forward, you've reached your goal. How do you feel? Amazing. Fast forward, you've not reached your goal. Everyone will say disappointed. I've let myself down. We don't want to feel like that, do we? So how will your life change and how will it make you feel? And if we can attach that feeling of feeling confident, feeling happy, feeling free, whatever it is that feeling is for you, if you can attach that to your goal, then those emotions will drive your actions. So write the goal down, and then why is it important? So motivation is going to get you started, but you need solid habits and behaviours to keep you going. We know that motivation comes and goes. It's high one day, it's low the next. Um, This morning, I am so tired after the weekend. Um, I think I'm operating on something like 10 hours sleep for the whole weekend. Um, And this morning, I had to get a training session in because again it's a busy week coming up and i had to just be the person who trains at half seven in the morning so attach, attaching it to an identity as well i'm someone who trains at half seven in the morning so i started training as a um sprint intervals on the treadmill the treadmill broke <laughs> i was like nobody wants me to train including me but i just switched it out I, I changed it out for the roar and the skier but if you've got those solid habits those neural pathways then when motivation is not there, it absolutely was not there this morning. But I've got a strong why. I want to be really fit. I want to go into my next high rocks absolutely bang on point. And just because I didn't get this weekend doesn't mean I can't forward fast, fast forward to my next goal and start working on that. So solid habits and behaviours. What habits and behaviours do you need in place to reach a goal? So it could be starting to look at your identity. It could just be that you get up put your trainers on, go for the walk. What are the things that you need to do this week that you maybe didn't do last week or the week before or a week where you didn't get good results and it wasn't a week where it went to plan? What habits and behaviours were missing? And then how can you make them easy, automatic and effortless? So it's your minimum resistance to getting it done. So, for example, like I said, maybe if you want to go for a walk in the morning, everything's set out, trainers are there, up, out the door. That might be it. No thinking about it, just doing it. Um things like eating more fruit, have the fruit readily available. Don't have your biscuit tin sitting out, have your fruit bowl sitting out. So how can you make it nice and easy and with as little effort as possible? That's where things like meal prep come in. So if your meal's already prepped, it's almost effortless. You need to heat it up and that's it. And then if you can concentrate so we've set our goal, we've attached an emotion to it. If you can concentrate on that on that that feeling and then reverse engineer to the process that you need to do. So then take the same principle that you did of attaching an emotion to the feeling of hitting your goal and attach that emotion to you completing your tasks that you have to do today. So that a prime example was me this morning, 100%. So I, my emotion at the time was go home and go back to bed, Fiona. Um, but the emotion I attached with it was the feeling of how proud I would be. I and mean, I'll, I'll be completely honest, it was six rounds. treadmill broken round two, I thought, oh, well. I thought, do you know what? No. And on round five, I was having this conversation as I was doing 20 burpees over the dumbbell and having this conversation of I could just do five rounds. But I know I would be annoyed at myself and I would—I was damn proud of myself when I left there because that was hard work this morning. That was hard graft. It required a lot of dis- discipline. But the feeling at the end of it was proud. And had I either not done the workout or scoured around, that wouldn't feel good to me. So tie that emotion into it. Just remember that your emotions will drive your action. So do I want to feel proud or do I want to feel like I cheated myself a little bit? I'd already started. Might as well finish it. Might as well finish it. It was only another six minutes. So again, back to the beginning of thinking big but acting small. So if you've got big goals, we can get so caught up in what we need to do. So some of the guys that were on the five-day challenge were saying, like, it was great because I only had to concentrate on five days. You can apply that to a much longer challenge or, or time frame for your goal so for example my high rocks probably isn't now going to be till november at the earliest so that can seem a long time away but actually if i just keep making the small actions the small contributions looking after my nutrition getting my training and getting my sleep caught up on 100 percent. that's one we'll cover that in a little bit um, but what are the things i need to do today to reach that big goal or what are the things i need to do in the next hour So, for example, this morning I need to get that training session in. Was it the best one I've ever done? Probably not, but it's still a training session. I still made an impact on my fitness, but more importantly on my mindset. So the big goal, and then just think about today. You're just moving. It's like this 1% improvement every day. If you did that every day, improve by 1%, in three months, think where you would be because that 1% gets bigger with time, doesn't it? So think big and act small. And you'll have heard me talk before about the 2P machine. So you've got the two-piece slot machine at the amusements. You put two p in, nothing happens, unless you're really lucky. And you have to keep putting the two p's in to get the payout. But you know that if you keep putting the two p's in, there's going to be a payout, and you've got to think about your health and fitness like that. So if you go to a gym class today, you're not suddenly at your end goal. You're not suddenly fit. Um that you then have to keep putting another 2p in you have to do another workout another workout you probably have to keep doing that for six weeks before you see any difference so some of you will have fitness watches and that kind of thing I've got a Garmin it tells you like your VO2 max it goes up maybe once every six weeks but if I don't put that work in for every day of those six weeks it's not going to go up so I keep putting my 2ps in I see nothing in return for that singular input into my fitness like one healthy meal etc cetera, etc cetera. So think about what are the two Ps that you need to put in the slot today. Oh, somebody else coming in. All right, there is a app, called the Rabbit app, that you can use to keep a track. So basically you keep your rabbit alive by completing your habits. So you input the habits that you want to put on. So it could be drinking your water, it could be getting your steps in, it could be getting three workouts in, whatever it is. But there's a, an app, this is the icon here, it's like a little carrot, so it's like habit with an R instead of a, instead of an H and um, so if something like that you, then use that and um, I have a to-do list a checklist I put it on and um, every day everything that I've got to do so i just finish right out tomorrow's little list of things to do all the little things that I need to do and starts when you're thinking big and acting small and what 2p needs to go in for me the first thing on my list is to meditate in journal because I know that that makes my whole day easier so I'm not hitting a workout first thing. I'm not checking my phone first thing. Um, I'm going to meditate in general because I know that the rest of the day is, is where it is at. Concentrate on one thing for the day. So what is one thing that you need to do today, tomorrow, to take you one step closer to your goals? So it's not always the obvious thing. It's not always smashing the gym or smashing your steps. For me today, the one thing I need to do is to get an early night to get some sleep because then if you're fully rested that makes everything easier Um, I'm feeling a bit sick of my workout this morning I'm so tired but it got done so if I get a good sleep tonight then my workout tomorrow is going to be infinitely easier so taking it right right back so if you're exhausted we spoke yesterday on the Sunday setup about sharpening the saw what is it you need to do to get yourself fully prepped and fully ready to hit tomorrow full on to do everything to make it when we're talking about again if you go back to habits and behaviors and making them effortless and easy then if I'm well rested my nutrition is going to be easier I'm going to my motivation and want to train is going to be better I'm going to move around more in the day incidentally so obviously I'll get my walks in with the dog and that kind of thing and I will get my training done But today I've been tired. I went back and had a nana nap this afternoon, so I wasn't active this afternoon. I'm going to go and have a shower right now and then sit on the couch. So not as active as I would normally be because I'm tired. So if I then, the one thing that I do today is to get an early night, tomorrow all these things will fall into place effortlessly. All right, so have a think, what could it be that you need to do to take that one step back to then catapult you forward? planning ahead so I love this saying you often fail to carry out an action way before failure actually happens so you can plant it so you heard the saying fail to plan plan to fail and um, 100% you can just make sure that you have got everything um, in place you've got your plan in place you know what's happening when so what things are you setting yourself up to fail with already before you've not even done it yet does that make sense So again, if we use the example of of being sleep deprived, um, I'm already setting myself up to crave foods that are not going to help with my performance tomorrow if I don't get an early night tonight. So I know that I'm going to have cravings for carbs I have today. (laughs) I want to be really careful about my food today. When you're tired, all of these things happen. I have wanted to sit down more. So how can you make sure that you've got a plan that's going to set you up for success? Um, You had a on and today after PT. Honestly, I was fighting that. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to. I slept for about an hour and a half. And I felt like I was on another planet. I actually felt worse. It's taken me a good hour or so to come to. Um, But yeah, so don't plan to fail at all. In any way, shape or form, you're always planning to succeed. All right. Can you guys, there's two of you on just now, just think of any examples where you've maybe inadvertently planned to fail. What kind of things have you done that meant that the next day it was harder than it needed to be because you had not done it? The other thing, um, a lot of the time, is hydration. Again, that step back again of what can cause you. So Louise and Jillian, pop in the chat. Can you think of times where actually you have made it really easy for you to fail or not do exactly what you wanted
0: to do? Pop it in the chat, guys. Very boring listening to me all the time. I'm tired of it. Go on, get something in there. The gym Catch notifications are coming in thick and fast here. They're
1: all pinging at the top. Jillian um, saying you can't do it before you've even started. Yes, that's a prime, an absolute prime example. I've already decided I'm going to fail. Um, I don't know, because I've not tried, but I've already decided I'm going to fail, so I'm not going to try. And that's a massive one around gym... uh, Because i pinged up gym cash. Around mindset um, is if you believe you can, then you're halfway there. If you believe you can't, probably can't. Louise said, not prepping lunches for work. Then you just pick, yes, 100%. So make sure you don't purposely fail. And if you think about all the choices you make, choose to win your week choose to win it don't choose to wing it half it, and then you know what's going to happen We've previous experience of this i know if i'm even more tired tomorrow than i am today i'm going to eat cereal all day long it's all eat when i'm tired that's what's going to happen all right eat the frog anybody read the book there's a book called eat the frog and the basis of it is if you've got a really hard task today something you don't want to do then you do it first thing. You get up and you eat the frog. So for me, a lot of um, marketing for the gym is done through social media. It's not my favorite thing to do. I find it hard work. Um, sometimes I'm filled with inspiration and I'll think, oh, I need to write about this. And they'll be the ones that pop up at like five o'clock at night or something when I thought of something. But trying to plan that out, I, I don't enjoy doing it. I don't enjoy doing marketing. So that's always the first thing on my to-do list. Get done, get it out of the way. You could apply this to training. If you run out of steam as you go through the day, get done first thing. Get done first thing. Um, If on a Sunday, for example, if I'm going to meal prep on a Sunday, get done first thing. Because I know if it keeps going and I've still got to do it, then I can think of loads of excuses. And if you remember, um, when you're tired, your decision-making skills, so you've got so many decisions you make in a day. As you get to the evening, making hard decisions is difficult. So if you've got the thing you really don't want to do at night after you've done all these other things, and do you know what? It feels good to tick things off your to-do list. And I've been guilty of it. Oh, that's easy. I like doing that. I enjoy doing that. I'll do this. And then you've got loads of ticks on your to-do list, but you've still got this thing that you don't want to do hanging over you. So get it done. So training for me is always done in the morning because it gets it out of the way. And um, I've got more time. I'm not on such a time constraint. I get the gym to myself. Um, and also it's done. So whatever else happens in the day, kids have got loads on at night. we work at night as well. So like, if anything else happens, training's done. Eat the frog. So both of you guys, give me an example of what the frog might be for you on any given day. Jill is saying that she would walk in. Yep, done, dusted in the
0: bag. But what would be the frog for you, Louise? What's the thing that you need you know you need to do, it, but you don't want to do it? We get that done and dusted and out of the way first thing. Come oh, back instead of forward
1: get steps in or go out for a walk, 100% Louise. And then you're not sitting at like half four about to finish work thinking I could really do with sitting on the couch because you know what? You've done it. Um, yeah. And then it, it changes your mood as well. It changes your motivation. You feel accomplished. So whether that's, movement is great in the morning because it sets the body up for the day. It changes your energy. We all know it changes your energy. Music changes your energy. So if you can do some exercise with some music, it really changes your energy. You'll have a much more positive day. Um, so there's lots and lots of benefits to getting things like that out of the way in the morning. But for your Louise, if you could get in at 20 minutes every morning, think about the difference that would make. You're not sitting there at half were going, God, I've got 4,000 or 5,000 steps to do tonight. It's done. It's done. You can finish work knowing that you've done, you've eaten the frog, you've done your work and you can enjoy your evening. All right, mindset. We heard this before. I can and I will. How you talk to yourself matters about your goal. So whether you think you can or you can't, you're probably right. That's the same by Henry Ford. Um, I love it because it's so true, so simple and so true. So just like Gillian was saying, already telling herself you can't do it. You can't then. So sometimes you think, I can't do it yet. So things like box jumps with Gillian. and Louise has just recently managed to nail it. But box jumps are hard for everybody. It's a mindset thing. Most of you are capable of jumping on that box. But your mind sits and says, what if I fall? What if I fall? What if I trip up? What if I fall on my face? What if I catch my shins? I learned to jump on a wooden box. <laughs> um, you made sure you jumped high on that because you caught your shins on that. That was a sore one. But if you think you can, then you'll find a way to do it. If you can't, if you think you can, then you won't. You'll prove yourself right, whatever your thoughts are. So thinking about things in a more positive light. So I can't do it yet, but you know what? I'm going to work my backside off. Um, Cora's found, obviously, the dance comps and stuff like that. She got a wee bit further this time. But she can't do it. She just can't do it yet. And she has to learn experience and she has to work hard. But she believes she can do it. And that's amazing for her, actually. But so many of you. So and in the gym, I hear it all the time. I can't do that. Specifically around the leg press. I can't do that. Let's try and then decide. So prove yourself right or prove yourself wrong. But how you talk to yourself absolutely matters. So just be mindful of that when you're telling yourself. Um, I was saying in the job, I was exceptionally tired. I was tired before I was sleep deprived at the weekend. And it was a washing machine on Friday afternoon. And I was just, I, I was just thought, I've got everything done. And then I was like, oh, the washing's still on the machine. And I looked up, I was like, come oh, on, Fiona, you can do it. I can and I will. I use my own stain on myself to get the washing out the machine and hang it up. But you can do it. You give yourself a little pep talk. I give you guys pep talks all the time. But if you can give yourself a pep talk... Don't leave me around. Do you say affirmations every day? So in the morning I journal and I'll have a couple of affirmations around what I'm capable of, what I want to achieve, how I want to feel. What's the affirmation? So even if you're not doing that, you do have affirmations every day of what you tell yourself. Now, affirmations can be positive and you can write them down. And just like if you've got your goal written down, you're more likely to achieve it. If you've got affirmations written down, you're more likely to believe it. But you'll also have little stories you tell yourself all day. So these will be classes affirmations. affirmation today. I can't do it. I won't be able to stick to my nutrition today. I can't lose weight. These are affirmations to you. are Affirming yourself. Thing, these things to yourself as true. So think about the words you use in your head, out loud to yourself, anything. And I want you to try and catch yourself when it's something negative. Because remember, thoughts, sorry, emotions, drive your actions. So if you're telling yourself you can't do it, you're not going to do the actions required because why would you do something if you were going to fail? It's a bit like if I told you, right, you can buy 10 lottery tickets, but you're absolutely not going, to, you're not going to win. You won't win. It's rigged, so you won't win. You're not going to buy tickets, are you? Why would you buy tickets? There's no point. You're not going to win. You, there's no point putting your hand in or joining the party because you're not going to get a payback. You're throwing a tenner down the drain or however much a lottery ticket costs these days. Whereas if I said to you, Listen, you you buy those tickets, you've got like an 80% or a 42% chance or 80% chance of winning. you bit to put skin in the game, aren't you? Um, you're only saying give and get about and that's what you'll get back in. 100%, 100%. And so many people, you see it happening a lot. And well, we'll cover a bit in positive psychology, but you can create a lot of, your own know, mindset. So there's around... Um, 20% of you that some people are just naturally happy people, some people are just naturally negative people, and you're born like that. It's in your genes. And then we have an, around another 40% of is what happens to you in life. So, you know, if you've been dealt a really tough card in life and things, lots of negative things have happened to you, then that affects how positive a person you are. But you have another 60% that you can positively impact yourself. So you'll have your set point, naturally happy, kind of more positive, naturally less positive. You'll have your life experiences. But we all know people who have maybe had similar negative life experiences. And one person's gone on and used that negative experience and excelled in life, maybe helped others and done really well for themselves. And the other one's maybe gone down a very negative route. So you have the power to use these things so you can't control what happens to you in life but you can control your mindset. So we will maybe do a whole session on that, on how you can more positively um, impact your mindset in the positive and therefore make more happy. When you're negative all the time, I catch myself sometimes, so I think, oh my goodness, I am just moaning, mostly if I've got the cold. <laughs> and you're like, oh God, I can just hear myself moaning the whole time. It doesn't feel good. Jillian saying change my mindset about your classes when you said to me, Jolene, positive today, and what a difference that class was. I hope Jillian doesn't mind me telling you this story. She started recently. It was feeling uncomfortable for her joining the gym, as it probably was for a lot of you. Um, and she came in and was not confident in what she could do. Um, and I set her a challenge of coming in, no more in, positive only. And when she left that class, she felt amazing. And I said, I guarantee you that's because you went in with a positive mindset. Previously going in, going, this is going to be horrible. It's going to hurt. I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, I'm not going to enjoy it. You probably proved yourself right on all of those classes you went into thinking like that. And then when you've gone in with a more positive mindset, game changer. And you're willing and able to do much more things. Like, okay, box jumps. Everyone finds them a challenge, but we'll get there. Can't do them yet. Can't do them yet. Um, When things go wrong, they will go wrong. Life has a way. Like treadmill breaking on my second round this morning. Washing machine broke last night. There's been another thing. I can't remember what it is now. I think I've just tapped out and I'm going to forget it. This day's a write-off. But they will happen. Don't be a drama queen about it. Take responsibility. Um, Make sure that you can assess where it went wrong and make a plan to avoid it happening again. So this morning, big pep talk, Fiona's given herself to get the training done. The just stops in the middle of a second sprint. Now I could have went, oh, well see you later that's me I'm done but I have a skier and a roar there I could have run to the end of the street but I was in the gym and it involves locking the door all the time so I didn't do that and then make a plan to avoid it happening again so if it's something like you've overeaten on biscuits and crisps at work um take responsibility for that you did that you chose it this is the tough love bit you chose it and there's no two ways about it I know sometimes people feel like they can't help themselves but we're not toddlers you can control it. in that moment you chose, for better or worse, to indulge in that. So take responsibility for your own choices and then assess what went wrong. So you stressed, you were tired, you hadn't prepared your lunch, so you were starving, you hadn't taken a snack, maybe skipped breakfast, so you were starving. So then the, you thought, I just have one. And then you haven't had one, you've kept going back. So make a plan to avoid it happening again. So that could be, let me get my early night tonight. It could be making sure your lunch is prepped. It's making sure you have breakfast so you're not starving hungry when the biscuit's make an appearance at 11. What, what could you do? And most importantly, you get back to work. You don't go, that's it, i ruined it, I can't do it anymore, I knew I wouldn't be able to do it. There we go, negative mindset, just get back to work. So if you've eaten half a packet of biscuits at work, what's your next best choice? What's the next best thing you can do that will move you forward from where you currently are? And that's all you need to do over and over again, regardless of where you are. So you might put an epic week. All right, what do I need to do this week to make myself a step closer to my goal? You might have just tanned half a packet of biscuits. All right, what's the next thing I need to do to move me closer to my goal? So taking responsibility is a huge one. It's not work's fault because it's stressful. It's not anybody else's fault. You made those choices. Yep, Jalen, just go back to plan. Exactly. The plan's there for the reason it works. And if you think, oh, well, I like the biscuits at 11. I might as well go to McDonald's and then get a takeaway tonight. That's not your next best move. You're just delaying those results and feeling good about your choices because let's not pretend that those choices feel good. They don't. I know they don't from people's check-ins. They don't feel like good choices. What's your next best choice? All right. What would make this week epic? Both of you guys pop something in the chat for me. What would make it epic? Mine would be if I got a solid eight-hour sleep tonight but what would make it epic so for me it would be I eat well I perform well in my training we've got McTuff McTuff on Sunday that I do that enjoy it and I don't die of frostbite that would be an epic week for me but what needs to happen for you guys to make
0: it an epic week and what do you have to do to make it epic your choices hit me in the chat guys um I think that's Gillian is it Yeah. You've been up from
1: three this morning, three hours sleep. So you're you're the same as me. You need to get an early night and get some decent sleep. And set yourself up for success with that. So having a little sleep routine that you know is going to set you up for success, stay off your phone, maybe have a shower, get settled, relax before you can try and go to sleep. Journal if you need to. So if you're not sleeping because you're anxious and your brain's worrying, then writing everything down that's worrying you in your head. Just start writing and you'll be amazed at what comes out. And then basically... Get your little pad of paper, shut it so all the worries and thoughts are in there. Put it away somewhere you can't see it and hopefully get a good night's sleep. Manage to be consistent with food and classes so then hopefully see some more results at check-in. Yes, 100%. 100%, Louise. So what do we need to do to make it consistent? Have a think about that. What do you need to do for that to happen? I mean, I'm just going to, this is not me having a go because this is how most people write, but
0: hopefully what about 100% I'm going to see results because I'm going to do the work? So you can hope. You can hope for
1: things that you don't have control over. So we can hope for world peace. We can hope for a sunny day tomorrow. But hoping for results? Nah. Go and, do, go and do the work and guarantee yourself you'll get results. Can you see how that mindset would be different? So I can't control whether it's a sunny day tomorrow or not, but I hope it is. But not, I hope I get results. No, get the work done. Do the work. Write yourself a list to get some more results this check-in. What's Louise's to-do list? 100%. 100%, Louise. Just think about it. And that whole, like, how you talk to yourself matters. We're so um, automatically airy-fairy, sometimes negative. Um, But if you can start redressing it, and it's important, it does matter. You might think, oh, it's an odd word here or there. It's not. It's not. Remember, your emotions and your thoughts are going to drive your actions. All right. So you have control of your results. We you don't have control of a sunny day. We've got control of your results. All right. Nothing changes, and nothing changes. It's true. It's so true. And you absolutely can, Louise, Angeline, You absolutely can impact these results this week, and you will. Hundred percent. Well, if you tell yourself that, then it will happen. Okay. We're nailing the basics. 10,000 steps a day, two layers of water, 60 70 calories, 79 hours of sleep. Nine hours would be the dream. It would be the dream. I normally average around seven. Um, it'd be amazing. Um, but all of these things. Um, the habit tra- tracker was called Rabbit. So it's one B in it. So it's like habit with an R. If, if that's something that helps motivate you. Um, I don't need another app on my phone, but I know it worked for a lot of people. But absolutely nail the basics this week and the, those results will come in guaranteed guaranteed and remember the mindset around whether you are or you aren't going to nail it this week all right I like this quote I like this quote a lot so fear of failure is higher when you're not working on the problem if you're taking action you're less worried about failure because you realize you can influence the outcome that's my perfect one for you Louise so that's from Atomic Habits which is a book by James Clear if you've not read it 100% recommend it and um, I've listened to it three or four times and each time I take something different from it it's really practical about things you can do, the whole mindset around habits and behaviours, and that's the crux of any um, reaching any goal. So fear of fa- failure is higher when you're not working on the problem. So before you start a journey, you're like, "What if I can't do it, what if I can't do it. As soon as you start doing me things and realising that you can do it, I can do that today. I can do a box jump. I can do whatever it is. If you're not working on the problem, you're going to worry more about it. And that fear of failure is there. So let that one settle in with you. Right, do we have any questions? Obviously, if you're listening on Playback or Spotify, then just pop me a message or pop it in the chat. But do you girls have any questions? Just put no if you don't.
0: Then I know not to just get rid of you before (laughs) before you're done typing. No, I'm Gillian right thank you so much for joining me and um, again it's difficult to get times
1: that suits everybody but we'll stick with monday nights for now and um, anything you need from me at all you know where i am but i am off to grab myself a shower put my jammies on and find a bed so i'll be nice and cheery a few
0: in the morning all right i'll catch you guys soon take care